rated mature audiences only. A viewer discretion is advised. So, as someone who comes from a communist country, what message would you give Biden? Một người giống như em mà từ Việt Nam á, mà một nước cộng sản em 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 qua Mỹ á, bây giờ em muốn gửi nếu em muốn gửi một lời cho ông tổng thống Joe Biden, em sẽ nói gì với ông? Em chỉ biết nói là mình từ cộng sản luôn luôn ý hiếp người dân á, thì mình qua đây mình muốn dạy mấy đứa nhỏ là phải biết yêu đất nước. Phải biết um, bảo vệ đất nước khi mình sống chỗ nào mình biết bảo vệ đất nước cho ông lên. Mình biết. Cái gì mình ở đâu thì mình muốn đất nước mình nó phải mạnh lên cho không có sống theo cái cộng sản nếu mà sống theo cách cộng sản á. À chống cộng sản đúng rồi, chống cộng sản. Rồi đừng có để cộng sản lên cộng sản, để em biết cộng sản là cái gì nhưng mà chỉ biết là à, Trung Quốc rồi. Trung Quốc á đang giết người dân quá, tàn nhẫn, tàn ác quá, giết người không có cho người ta một cách phi đầm rồi đàn áp nhân công rồi lương ít rồi cái đề ép người ta phải làm quá thu há mà không có tiền lương mà những điều gì cũng không có được nói ra bằng cái tự do phi đầm không có được tiếng nói. Broadcasting from the Big Peach of Atlanta, Georgia. A show unfiltered, unscripted, raw. The Patriot Angle Podcast. Alright folks, welcome to uh, Wednesday's podcast. I'm your host Mike. Yes, welcome. Welcome. Joining me now. Welcome. Uh we got a uh, a very heated show. A very, very heated show. Uh what you just heard uh opening up in the show on uh Wednesday's edition uh was basically uh the Vietnamese uh, uh people showing great support for former President Trump. Yes. Trump is back in uh, what a lot of people are calling it, the campaign trail. Possibly uh, running for 2024 again. God willing, we need him back more than ever. Um, but before we go into the um, uh, some some stories today, some topics, I got a lot of topics today on uh, today's podcast. A lot, a lot. Uh, first, before we get that started... I uh, want to get the coffee going. So uh, basically, uh, sit down, enjoy today's podcast um, as I sip my uh, my morning coffee, folks. Love the coffee in the morning. Sometimes I have two to three cups a day. Uh, it just gets me going. It gets me going. Um, but first and foremost, folks, I want to uh, say thank you to everyone that tuned in to Monday's podcast. Uh, very, very good feedback off of that show and highly received uh, from a lot of different angles. Uh, yes, even had some uh, some responses from some liberals, um, which I do get from time to time. Uh, some emails that popped up, some 
uh, social media postings and uh, <laughs> some dislikes, but that's okay. Hey, a feedback's a feedback, no matter how you look at it, right? Um, but I try to respond in the most positive yet biased way. Uh, but, you know, I, I cannot apologize for being a patriotic conservative American because I find myself to be very patriotic and very conservative uh, in my own aspect. Um, but I would like to thank everybody that tuned into that show on Monday. Had a lot of gr- great feedback off that show. Uh, was very, very greatly received in great areas such as Miami, uh, Boston. Um, have a, a huge fan base in Boston. So thank you to my Boston peeps out there in Massachusetts. Uh, some good feedback out in Memphis. Yes, Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, always getting some good feedback out of Memphis. And Dallas, Texas. My friends out in Dallas, thank you for tuning into Monday's show. Uh, on to today's show, Wednesday. Uh, today, folks, we're getting into... Um, so has someone... Who- yes, the, the, the Vietnamese... <laughs> The Vietnamese uh, people showing great support uh, for Donald Trump, and rightfully so. Uh, you know why not? Why not? Right? Why not? Uh, he is a very, very popular president. Um, did everybody tune into the first rally? Uh, speaking of popularity, did everybody tune into the first rally of his over the weekend? Had a rally up in uh, Ohio. His first, uh, uh, I don't want to, I don't know if you want to say political uh, rally or uh, just say, you know, maybe a uh, uh, a rally just to speak to the American people. I don't know where Trump's going with this. Um, you know, only one person knows, and that's Donald Trump himself. So I don't know if you want to call it a political rally, a campaign rally, a you know, whatever it is, I, I have no idea what this what these rallies are for. Um, a lot of rumors coming out and circulating uh, on a lot of different uh, political platforms, um, such as Breitbart and uh, and social media platforms, saying that Trump may run again in 2024. Uh, there was some interviews in the last what month, maybe two months of possibly him running again even Trump kind of you know noting the hint that he may run again in 2024 who knows folks who knows like I said only Trump knows if he's gonna run we we don't know if he's gonna run if if if, if he's ev- even going to consider another political run um you know I don't know if if he wants to, and he just, you know, uh, wants to uh, basically uh, uh, compete against the far left. Um, I don't know if he thinks that he's going to lose. We don't know, folks. We have no idea what's going to happen. With that being said, folks, like I said, I have a lot of topics to get into today on today's show, uh, but I want to take a quick break And I'll be right back, folks, right after these words. Don't go anywhere. You're going to want to hear these topics I get into. Very, very, very much heated topics uh, that need to be discussed on today's show. Uh, With that being said, uh, we'll be right back after these words, folks.
show us what they could do for us, what they could do for our communities. We're not going to buy the same wolf tickets and false promises that destroyed great countries like Venezuela and Cuba. It's not going to happen. You know what else is not going to work for them? Playing Despacito on your cell phone to pander to us. Hell no. You got to give us some credit for having heads on our shoulders. I'm going to wrap this up with some words of Barack Obama. He said elections have consequences. That is true. And those words have never been more true than they are today. We either re-elect President Trump and keep America great. Amen. Or we let Joe Biden destroy the greatest country the world has ever seen. I'm a professional athlete, and I've been one for most of my life, so I've always seen things through a sports lens. That makes Donald Trump our head coach. And before the global pandemic, we were winning Super Bowls. And when you're winning Super Bowls, you don't fire the coach. You don't, it doesn't matter if you don't like the plays he runs, the players he puts on the field, or what he says on Twitter. You sure as hell don't replace him for another coach that's been in the business for 47 years at every level and never won a f- game. Yeah, 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 right, folks? Did you, did you just hear that? That was, uh, that was, uh, oh, God, that was a while back, folks. That was about, like, eight months ago, nine months ago, uh, when we actually had a winner in the White House. And, you know, that that's uh, should be uh, looked at as a, as a trigger warning, right? You know, you don't fire a coach when you're winning. Uh, you know, y- you don't fire a key player that you to a Super Bowl, right? You don't fire a franchise if they're the best damn franchise in the league. It's just not it's just not common there's no common sense behind it. Right folks? You know, I, I, I still scratch my head sometimes and I wonder why the hell would America uh, get rid of a president that's doing so much good for this country? Why would you do that? That's like I don't, what, you know, America went kind of wrong in uh, November 2020. They did, folks. They did. Why would they get rid of somebody that's doing so much good for this country? I, I don't get it. I do not get it, folks. It, uh, I tell you. I tell you. But, uh, you know, today is, uh, today I want to talk about, you know, what's buzzing in the the news. We all know what's buzzing in the news. You know, you hear a little bit of Trump news, you hear a little bit of Biden news, you hear a bit of, of the radical left's news, the squad, AOC plus three, crazy Nancy. <laughs> I mean, and then and then on top of that, you hear this uh, story that's buzzing on Breitbart. So let's let, let's go over to Breitbart. Let's check out what's trending on Breitbart. Let's see here. Bidenflation. Gas prices surged to highest level in seven years ahead of Independence Day. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 expected that gas prices across the United States are at their highest level since late 2014. Yeah. And shortages, folks, predicted in the run-up to the 4th of July this weekend. Yes. Yes, according to the AAA, 
Association. The national average on Tuesday is about $3.11 per gallon. And by this weekend, that figure, folks, may rise another nickel. Well, yeah. Further strands will come when as many as 43.6 million Americans hit the road for Independence Day weekend, which runs from Tuesday to Monday. That's the big weekend this, this, this weekend, folks. You know, so, you know, we are going to see a Biden gas crisis this weekend continue to basically rock working class Americans at the pump. And it noted here that a gas station in Los Angeles sold fuel for nearly $6 per gallon on Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, back in Memorial Day weekend, the prices in Los Angeles were damn near $6 a gallon. That's crazy. $6 a gallon? Are we seeing a repeat of the Obama era? Oh my God. Today, folks, 89% of U.S. gas stations are selling regular unleaded for $2.75 or more. Or more. Oh my God. Oh boy. I tell you. I tell you. But road trippers will pay the most to fill up for the holiday since 2014. So since the last seven years, we pretty much haven't seen a spike in gas prices. But according to a poll from AAA, here is basically the nation's least expensive gas prices and this is according to AAA Mississippi at $2.74 Louisiana at $2.75 and Texas at $2.79 that is the country's least expensive gas prices currently right now in the nation the most expensive in the country right now is Hawaii sitting at about $4 a gallon and Washington State sitting about $3.74 a gallon right now, give or take. And at the same time, California is currently at $4.28 a gallon, and it's continuing its trend being that at the top of a national price scale. But... Coming out of a tweet out of Breitbart News earlier today, California gas tax will make gas prices the highest in the nation this weekend. That is crazy, folks. Crazy stuff. In other news, private payrolls rose by 692,000 in June. Oh, well, that's good, I guess, right? Private payroll growth increased at a faster rate than expected in June. Oh, I wonder why. I wonder why. Suggesting that the decisions in the Republican-led states to end supersize unemployment benefits. Yeah, yeah. That, that folks, is coming out of a non-biased news platform such as Breitbart. Because that's, folks, that's, that's, that's where you would hear nothing but positive 
truth of the news today. Breitbart, I love them, folks. I love them. I get all my news from Breitbart. I really rarely tune into CNN or that other crooked uh, network, MSNBC. They're, they're all crooked. Sometimes even Fox News is crooked, too. You know, I get it. They got to work for the big man, you know, the big man. They have to make stories according to what their executives tell them. But Breitbart just tells it as it is. And that's what I love about them. But, but I just said that. The private payrolls, folks, that growth faster than expected in June were from Republican-led states because they ended the supersized unemployment benefits. <laughs> yeah, that were spurling Americans to accept the millions of jobs businesses have opened in recent months. Yeah, but... See, if you see the Democratic-run states, they're not ending unemployment. They're literally, like, welcoming it. Come on, come on. You can get unemployment benefits. You can stay home and sit on your asses and eat bonbons and watch soap operas all damn day. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's literally the uh, the workforce war that we're in between Republican-led states versus... Uh, Democratic-led states. Yes, it's terrible. Not only is it putting a strain on the company, but literally putting a strain on the uh, the state's economy. It's terrible, folks. Terrible. What else is here? Uh, government scientists urges UK to end... So I don't get into that. I don't want to get into that because it's just... It's crap. Let's see what else is... Uh, tell you I tell you what else is here Breitbart guys they got a lot of good stuff a lot a lot of good stuff a lot of good stuff oh statues in Congress have to go because they are honoring slavery oh yeah they have to go they have to go the statues in Congress have to go because they are honoring slavery. They're honoring slavery? <laughs> yeah. House Majority Whip James Slyburn, Democrat out of uh, South Carolina, said uh, this past Tuesday, just, just yesterday, on uh, the network I just mentioned before, Crooked MSNBC's uh, reports, that a statue sent by South Carolina of the 7th Vice President of the United States, John C. Calhoun, needs to be removed from the Capitol's National Statue Hall because it's honoring slavery. It's honoring slavery. We have to erase, we have to erase American history because, because we're sensitive and it's offensive. Folks, is everybody getting tired of this cancel culture crap? I am. When do we have to literally, basically, tell these people that you just simply cannot erase history, folks? By erasing history, are we learning anything from it? I mean, literally. Uh, folks, is this country being led by adults or children? Check this out, folks. Um, uh, and so that we can keep moving 
this country forward. I know the House is set today, sir, to vote on a bill to remove Confederate statues from public display in the Capitol. That was a bill that was actually passed uh, in a previous Congress, but as you're probably well aware, it stalled in the Republican-controlled Senate at the time. Why is this bill so important, especially after what happened on January the 6th, and do you think it has a better shot this time around in the Senate? Well, I would hope so. Uh, You know, um, when I see a... Emblems from the Confederacy. Emblems? Uh, Is that think, a word? Yeah, the flag that you're now showing. That's not the Confederate flag. It never was the Confederate flag. Oh, okay. That is a battle flag. And I think that so much about history is misrepresented. Uh, that flag that you are showing now uh, was offered to the Confederacy, and they refused to accept it. The daughters of the Confederacy would never accept that flag as being their flag. Uh, the, the stars and bars is a totally different flag, and we don't oppose that flag. We do oppose a battle flag. We do oppose people who fought to preserve slavery. John C. Calhoun is a statue that's up here, sent up here by the state of South Carolina. John C. Calhoun died uh, more than a decade before the Civil War ever broke out. So it doesn't, his statue is not here uh, because of the Confederacy. His statue is here because he was the biggest spokesperson in this country in support of slavery. And that's why uh, my state sent him up here. And I think that the current uh, residents, current citizens of South Carolina, I don't think they want slavery. They don't want to honor slavery. And that's exactly what's taking place. So I would love to see the state of South Carolina take the statue out of here. Uh, But if they don't, then I want to see us put that statue so far in the basement until they will not be able to gather dust. All right, Congressman Jim Clyburn, always a pleasure, sir. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, shut up. Shut up. I'm going to put that statue in the basement. South Carolina doesn't do anything about it. Eh. Well, go get your lollipop. Make you feel a little bit better, right? This is crap, folks. Cancel culture crap. Stop trying to erase history because you're sensitive. Learn from it. If the statue bothers you, walk the other direction. Sir, you are insulting people that fought for that purpose during that time. It's American history. You can't erase history. How many more times do we have to remind these idiots? Seriously. I mean, come on. Do you think it has a better shot this time around in the Senate? Yeah, the the uh, the anchor there from the uh, from the news network of corruption, MSNBC. Yeah, and then Slyberg says, "Well, I hope so." You know, when I see emblems, emblems, uh, I guess what he's calling a flag, an emblem. That's not a flag. That's a battle flag, folks. L- let me ask a question here. What the hell is the difference between an emblem, I guess that's what he's calling it, an emblem flag and a battle flag? A flag is a flag. Some flags are just used for purpose and some are used for battle. Yes, I understand that. That's a battle flag. Oh, okay, it's a battle flag? So what's the real flag? What's the real Confederate flag? Because the Confederate flag was the battle flag, you idiot. It was the Confederate symbol of Confederacy during that time. Does these people need a history lesson being taught to them? And then he writes, 
or then he says, that flag that you're showing now was awful to the Confederacy, and they refused to accept it. The daughters of the Confederacy would never accept that flag as being their flag. The stars and bars is a totally different flag. The stars and bars? Okay, folks, the stars and bars, uh, to my own personal opinion, is basically the same flag. How can you, like, overwrite the same flag? The flag is the flag. I mean, you know... This is clearly coming from somebody that literally didn't live in that time of America and just is using this as a uh, some kind of crazy nonsense of his political message. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, folks, this is this is what we deal with every day in America. Idiots, literally idiots, idiotacy at its finest. I'm telling you, a poll coming out here on to other news here. I'm going to get into other stuff, folks. I got to get to, uh, I got to get to my, a quick, uh, a sponsor here. We'll be right back after these words, folks. Uh, don't go anywhere. You're going to want to hear this crap. I mean, it gets, it gets better, folks. It's at this time. It's just, it's just damn right laughable yet comical. Uh, we'll be right back after these words, folks. Don't go anywhere. Nice. If you could get a massage anytime you needed it. Well, you can. Introducing Slabway Shiatsu Massage Chair, the world's most economical massage chair built to massage you in all the right places and engineered with your well-being as the top priority. From relieving pain to helping with stress and anxiety, this chair does it all. Here's the secret for your health. Chances are you're not getting massaged enough. Come on. The average person should be receiving a massage a couple of times a week. And for those that are in pain, a daily massage is recommended. Isn't that right, Mr. Massage Professional? Mmm. Yes. And with professional massages costing as much as $100 an hour, that is a lot of green. But here at Slabway, we've got you covered. Not only do we offer the top of the line massage chair at less than half the price of our competitors, we also offer Klarna payment plans, starting as low as $100 a month. That's a whole month of massages for what would cost you a single hour with a massage therapist. How are you feeling? I feel great. But what am I actually getting out of this? That's a great question, random guy in a chair. Let's ask our professional. What are the benefits? Mm. According to my research, there's a lot. Okay, I'll tell you. It may help with stress, post-operative pain, anxiety, low back pain, muscle tension, exercise performance, headaches, better sleeping, ease symptoms of depression, cardiovascular health, pain of osteoarthritis, balance in older adults, arthritis pain, promotes relaxation, lower blood pressure, decrease symptoms of carpal tunnel, helps chronic pain, lower joint replacement pain, increase range of motion, decrease migraine frequency, and improve your overall quality of life. Don't just take the professional's word for it. Listen to what actual Slabway customers have to say about it. A beautiful Slabway chair relieves all the tension after a stressful day. 
helping me feel a little bit more loose, not as tense and tight. And I get a great massage and work out all those kinks I develop every single time I'm crammed into a little tiny airline seat. And I'm not a little guy. Even after my surgery, it works wonders. So, you know what? Get yourself one. You will not regret it. They are awesome. Self-care is a necessity. Aren't you ready to live your best life with a chair that both feels great and is great for your health? Slabway.com. Get it today. guys welcome back welcome back uh today we're talking about uh daily news uh some idioticness some craziness from the radical left uh but it's expected on a daily uh basis right i mean (laughs) what You, you you don't know yet well if you don't know let me enlighten you this is stuff folks that we encounter on a daily basis so you know just sit back enjoy yourself uh to all my Loyal listeners and followers that uh, tune into the show, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, you, you've come to know me uh, for the last couple of years now, uh, season two, uh, episode 112 today. God, God, we're, we're growing, guys. Thank you. Because without you, the podcast is pretty much nothing. It's a flop in the water. Uh, so thank you for continuing to support our podcast and uh, continue to listen right? For all my new listeners, welcome to the Patriot Angle Podcast. Today we're talking about just daily trending news and enjoying a little cup of joe. Yes, I love my coffee in the morning. So we're we're just talking about a lot of different stuff. What's buzzing the headlines? I just got done talking about the uh, gas prices. Uh, Now, oh boy, now, what? If, if, if you don't think that gets more nuttier, a new poll coming out. Yes, a new poll, defund the police, doesn't fly with the majority of voters. What? It doesn't fly with the majority of voters? Well, huh. While leftists have made defunding the police their rallying cry... Less than one of five voters, folks, think America should spend less on police. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Uh, when your house is burning down, it's on flames, engulfed in flames, uh, how are you going to call 911? Well, you wanted to defund the police, right? Oh, hey. It's, it's really a pathetic uh, uh, cry in America to become uh, a liberal, right? Let alone a leftist. Uh, because that's, that's their rallying cry, right? They want to defund the police. Good luck with that. Next time when, uh, you know, you get into a wreck, God forbid, you need to call 911. Well, the operator is going to answer the phone and then she's going to say or he's going to say, We are here with you. Through these emotional yet dramatic times, we will continue to pray for you and we will have a social worker out on the scene very, very soon. That's going to be the uh, 
the 911 uh, message over the phone. Instead of saying, uh, ma'am or sir, can you state your emergency? They're not going to say that anymore because you wanted to fund the police, right? Yeah. <laughs> According to a poll, folks, in fact, 52% of voters actually think America needs to spend more on police. Yeah, yeah, that's the, that's, that's the, uh, that's the majority of uh, the common sense folks here in America. 52% of us, while the other, what, 50-some-odd uh, percent of it, so it's like half, half of the, uh, of the nonsense, uh, ridiculous percentage wants to literally defund the police. They want us to spend less on police policing in this country while the other 52% of voters, the common sense folks, actually thinks America needs to spend more on police. Yes, because I'm one of those people. I'm one of those 52% folks that I think we need to spend more on our policing in this country because if we spend more on the policing, you would have less crime Less g gun crimes, less rioting, less looting, less burglaries, bur right? I think you knew what I meant by that. Oh, God, I'm getting excited. You would have less just stupid crap if we spent more on our policing. I think we do. I think we do. But only 18% think the country should spend less on police. And 23% say the current amount of funding for police is about right. Uh, oh, boy. If those polls are accurate, folks, oh, boy. This country's in d dire need of uh, of help with the policing reform. I, You know, folks, I, I want to go into this article here that, you know, it states here that 66% of voters agree with this statement that the radical and reckless decisions by some uh, judicial officials to defund their police forces have had a real and devastating effect on American communities. Yeah, 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 I think so too. Like I said, folks, is this country being led by children or adults? being led by children with these crazy scenarios. But folks, that was a quote from a letter that Republican reps Kevin McCarthy and Jim Gordon sent to the Attorney General Merrick Garland this month that only 24% of voters disagree, while 11% are not sure, according to the poll report. <laughs> like I said, 65% of whites now? 62% of black voters and 70% of other minorities also agree with McCarthy and Jordan's statement. Oh, oh, okay. Again, folks, uh, you know, big cities that fundled millions of dollars away from departments over this past year after the death of George Floyd, many city leaders are walking back their plans as violent crimes spike across the country, mainly in democratic cities. Yeah, yeah. Big cities are now looking at the millions of dollars that they pretty much shed away from the police departments over the past year after the uh, George Floyd incident. 
And then those city leaders are kind of scratching their heads like, oh, why do we have crime spikes in our city? Well, you simpid-minded morons, you took millions of dollars away from the departments. Folks, uh, where has common sense gone in this country? Where has it gone? I mean, we're literally being led by idiots. Literally idiots. Idiots that have no common sense, yet intelligent theory. But of course we had to see that from New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio from this past year. After he took $92 million from police departments. But, but, Bill de Blasio is now kind of, kind of, uh, what, what Jen Psaki would say, circling back on the agenda. He's planning to reinstate the $92 million to build a new precinct uh, from the budget last year that he cut. Yeah. Yeah. You know why, folks? Because just from January 1st of this year to May 23rd of this year, so what, we, January, February, March, April, May. So what, about five and a half months, just shy, but yeah, about five and a half months, there were 531 shootings in that city, up from 295 during the same period last year. Yeah, yeah, there was more shootings in New York City because idiot de Blasio cut $92 million from police precincts in the city. If he didn't cut the 92 million, there would have been there there wouldn't have been 531 shootings in five and a half months. Yeah, that's what happens, folks, when you elect idiots in office. Literally. You want me to go on? Are you hearing this? Let's uh, let's shout. Let's shout enlighten the listener a little bit. In Oakland, California, folks, where mid-April, the city had recorded 41 homicides up from 13 over the same period last year. City lawmakers voted in April to put 3.3 million of the 29 million it had slashed back into the police budget. Yeah, that's another liberal city that cut from police precincts or police departments. Yeah. So now they're reinstating it because they are now realizing that their crime spikes have gone off the charts since they cut all these uh, uh, police budgets. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the idiots in office, the simple-minded morons, have to realize what the hell they've done uh, to actually uh, uh, make a, an educated yet common sense uh, decision. Yes, this this is who we have in, uh, in, 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 in liberal yet democratic cities. It gets worse, folks. Here's my last one here. I'll point out here. Los Angeles mayor, another left winger, Eric Garcenia, wants an increase in po- po- police spending of about 50 million after the city cut 150 million last year. Oh, it's taken a year or maybe five or six months for these liberal left wingers to realize what the hell they've done wrong 
to actually make a a correct, responsible decision. <laughs> boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> the president, uh, yeah, this is uh, President Biden here. The president said that he pointed to what his administration has acknowledged as a spike in violence. Homicides in the first quarter of 2021 were up 24% over the same period last year, it said. Well, yeah, no, oh shit, Biden. It's because uh, you and left-wingers want to defund the police. But now you're realizing that you can't defund the police because you actually need the police, the police, its communities. Oh boy, I'm telling you, folks. I'm telling you. Oh, boy. But relating to that story, folks, here is a list of the many times Democrats, not Republicans, supported defunding the police. Here's a list. In the past few days, the Biden administration has been attempting to shift crime wave blame on Republicans. Yes, they're blaming Republicans uh, for the shift crime wave. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's what they're good for, folks. Yeah, the Democrats will always re- uh, always blame the right wing. They will always do it and accusing them. Now they're accusing them, folks, of defunding the police despite the evidence uh, to the contrary. Yeah. Oh, boy. I tell you. I tell you, folks. You know, it's just... Here are just a few big cities, folks, that have slashed police department budgets, right, this past year. New York. Just just got done talking about the uh, crooked New York City mayor... Uh, de Blasio cutting one one billion from the budget. So New York, Philadelphia was another one, thirty three million. Washington D.C. folks, fifteen million. Oh, it gets worse. Number four, Baltimore, twenty two million. Uh, number five, Los Angeles, yeah, fifty million. Oh boy. Number six, Minneapolis, uh, five million. Um, number seven, Seattle, uh, a hundred, uh, doesn't really give a, a correct, uh, budget. Uh, oh, there it is. A hundred million Portland, Oregon, number eight, uh, city commissioners cut nearly 16 million from the police in June of 2020. Oh boy. Yeah. That's, that's where all the, uh, the riots and the crime, uh, were happening there in, uh, Portland. Remember the, uh, uh, the Chad district where they overturned the uh, police precinct and never in our lifetimes where you would see police officers literally abandoning their post. Oh, my God. Pathetic. Yeah. Um, but but Biden's press secretary literally saying Democrats are the ones who are for putting more budget to the police. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah, Biden's press secretary, folks, is lying. Democrats are the ones that are against it. They're the ones that are defunding the police. Yeah, this is coming from the press secretary. Listen to this crap. Some might say that the other party was for defunding the police. I'll let others say that. 
In Oakland tonight, defunding the police has become a reality. The L.A. City Council has taken its first step in defunding the LAPD. Today, the council voted to cut the budget by $150 million. Do we agree that we can redirect some of the funding? Yes. I do believe that we need to reallocate resources away. So, yes, defund your butts. The city council passed the New York City budget, which includes redistributing $1 billion from the NYPD budget. Yes, I support the reallocation of resources uh, from NYPD. We have to reimagine public safety. Not only do we need to disinvest for in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. The Austin City Council making major cuts to the Austin Police Department, voting to slash about $150 million from APD. Yes, I support a radical reimagining of community safety and public safety, which means reallocating um, and, and not further investing in a carceral state. And so when we dismantle it, we get rid of that cancer. The city council gave preliminary approval to cutting officers, and they say more cuts are on the way. Mayor Eric Garcetti saying, take some of the money from policing, about $150 million, invest it in health initiatives, training initiatives for youth. I applaud Eric Garcetti for doing what he's done. Yeah. Some might say. That- yeah. Yeah. Some might say. Some might say. Well, guess what, folks? Roll the tape, please. Yeah. I guess it's biting them in the ass now, folks, right? President Joe Biden said he supported reallocating police resources during his campaign. He was another one that wanted to defund the police. Uh, VP Kamala Harris said, I applaud Eric Garcetta for defunding the Los Angeles police and said we have to reimagine public safety while discussing lowering the police presence in communities. Oh, it gets worse, folks. Let's read down the list, shall we? Yeah, it's biting them in the ass now. Now they're trying to basically recycle its original message. Yes, they want to actually say, oh, are they saying they were wrong? Or is it, yeah, it's, it's biting them in the ass. It's biting them in the ass. It really is, folks. Boston Mayor, Biden's Secretary of Labor, Marty Walsh, proposed a budget to defer funding from the law enforcement there in Boston. Yeah, yeah. And then Biden's Assistant Attorney General, Kristen Clark, wrote an op-ed for Newsweek in 2020 supporting efforts to defund the police. And then on top of that, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and fellow House Democrats refused to criticize the Minneapolis City Council for defunding the police. Even Representative Maxine Waters told protesters to get more confrontational with police. Yeah, isn't that inciting violence? Oh, yeah, but that was tucked underneath the rug like they do everything with the Democrats. They tuck everything under the rug with these with these animals. Representative Cory Bush called for defunding police as a congresswoman elect. Yes, yes, all Democratic leaders. But even though, even though some are now re-questioning their support for defunding the police... Even though violent crime has risen 
significantly in the past year, because it has, since this new administration has taken office, this crime wave has literally spiked throughout the charts this past year. Democrats, certain Democrats, the majority of them, are still calling for the defunding of police departments around the country. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, you know, the, uh, the bartender from Queens, stood by her calls to reallocate resources away from police while saying the crime surge is just hysteria. Yeah, it's just hysteria, guys. Just hysteria. Yeah, yeah, just hysteria. What's going to happen, folks, when they actually get rid of police? And we don't have any more police in this country. What is going to happen, folks? Literally, what's going to happen? What are we going to be? Are we going to be a country of law and order? Are we going to uh, be a different country? Well, we already are. I mean, I think it's a little too late for that, don't you think? Don't you think? With that being said, guys, I'm going to close it out with this last statement. Folks, if you want to have your community safe, if you want low crime in your communities and inner cities. If you want your policing back. If you want the message that police are not more important than citizens. Because that's pretty much what they're portraying, folks. That message. I mean, you see it all over uh, liberal, democratic-run cities. All over the country. If you want all that crap gone, stop voting for democratic radical leaders and start voting for republican common sense conservative patriots and you'll get a better america seriously folks wake up it's my closing it is my right under the freedom of the first amendment to protect my sources Is that an American flag you have on there, sir? I have fashioned this American flag into a diaper because if you're going to treat me like a baby, I'm going to act like one. You just heard an episode of the Patriot Angle Podcast. An anchor platform.